Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Welcome to the Global Watch. This is Edward Matovu, and it's the 21st of September. 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. We welcome you to the Global Watch family. And today it's the Africa Watch and we gather as a family from the nations to pray together for the continent of Africa. And as we begin, I'll invite Utah to lead us in an opening prayer. Yes, Father, I thank you that we can come together as one in Christ to your altar today and with thanksgiving and with praise and with worship, Lord. Thank you that you have called us together here on this platform, Global Watch. We bless Sue and Fred, Father, and everybody that's connected, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are leading us, you are guiding us. Thank you that we are for this oneness, Father, that we can come together to stand for your continent of Africa. Lord, thank you. It's your jewel, Father. And it's your joy, Lord. Africa is your joy, Father. Thank you for revelation, Father, for guiding us in prayer, guiding us in interceding together, Lord. And thank you for your victory, Father. Africa is in your hand, Lord. That you protect them, Father, that you watch over them, Father, and that we can speak today in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Yuta. As we pray for Africa this morning, the scripture talks about rejoice, and that is Zechariah chapter 9, in verse 9 talks of rejoice greatly O daughter of Zion shout O daughter of Jerusalem behold your king is coming to you he is just and having salvation lowly and riding on a donkey a colt the fall of a donkey so as a prophetic word which described Jesus's entry into Jerusalem in what we commonly know as the triumphal entry. But it also seems it's also prophetic of how he rides into the nations to bring light and salvation. And even over the continent of Africa, we say, Behold, your king is coming to you, Africa, is just and having salvation. And we are going to praise the Lord in a song entitled Jabulani, because Jabulani means rejoice. So we are speaking over Africa. Rejoice, for the Lord your God is risen upon you. Amen. I'll share the words as we worship on the screen. Let's worship. Amen. Jabulani. Africa, which means rejoice, O Africa. The Lord your God is risen upon you. Amen. Father, we give you praise and we give you thanks 
we rejoice over your ways, over your word, over your plans for Africa. And we speak, arise and shine, for your light has come. Even as we get into your word, Lord, we pray that our hearts will be open to hear your voice. That your word will bring light and that this word will be like the seed which fell on the good soil to bear much fruit and fruit which lasts. We thank you for your servant who is going to share your word with us this morning. And Lord, we pray your lesser and we can have by your spirit to say that which you want her to say. May she decrease as you increase, Lord. We give you praise in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. You're all welcome once again and it's a great joy to invite our sister Annika Rabev all the way from South Africa to share God's word with us this morning. It's the second time Annika is sharing with us and she's a watchman and intercessor and has been involved in the work of reconciliation. And there's something, should I say something, cooking in South Africa. And it's a movement that is spreading all across the continent. A movement of intercession and prayer for the continent. And also building bridges of reconciliation. So Annika, you're welcome. Good morning, Edward and on the school. Can you hear me clearly? My signal is not that good. Okay, good. I would like to share with you about a, a, a pilgrimage that will start this coming Friday, the 23rd of September, going to Sunday, the 25th of September. We will be meeting in Cape Town, South Africa, and people from all over South Africa, we have 60 pilgrims that will meet from all walks of life. Some are head of denominations, some are housewives, some are doctors, some are farmers, some are professors, some are really just ordinary citizens of South Africa, together with someone from Uganda, someone from Zambia, someone from Germany, a couple from Germany, a man from the Netherlands, someone from the UK, and someone from America to join us on a pilgrimage where we will do a deep reflection on the past of South Africa and of, on the past of Africa, and we'll do identificational repentance. In South Africa, the gospel came to South Africa and to Cape Town in 1737 by the missionary George Schmidt. He was a Moravian missionary that came to South Africa with the express purpose to convert the indigenous peoples of South Africa, which are the Khoi people. The Dutch were already in Cape Town but they did not evangelize the local people for they knew if they converted the local people, they had 
people have, have to give them the same rights as the colonists and they preferred the indigenous people to work for them. So when George Schmidt arrived uh, at the castle of Good Hope in Cape Town, and they said that they would take him to where the other Khoi people, many of the other Khoi people were living, and that was in Bavian's Kloof, which means Valley of the Baboons. So he went with them and came to a place which is today called Genadendal. And Genadendal in English is Valley of Grace. There in this Valley of Grace, he started evangelizing the local people. He started to teach them how to read and to write. And he established a little community there. And after a while, he started baptizing the Khoi people who accepted Christ. He baptized them in the river. He baptized five of them when the Dutch Reformed Church who was the state church at that time, came to know about the fact that George Schmidt was, uh, were baptizing the local people. And they were very upset because he was not ordained. And they uh, put a lot of pressure on him. And eventually he left South Africa. And almost 50 years later, the Moravian missionaries again sent two missionaries to South Africa, and they thought that they would have to start all over uh, evangelizing the local people. They went to Genade, and to their big surprise when they arrived in Genadendal, there was a thriving little fellowship there, uh, because one of the Khoi women that George Smith led to the Lord, Verhetje, who became Magdalena after she was baptized, carried evangelizing. She uh, had, George Schmidt left his small little Bible and gave it to her. And this uh, little church was actually flourishing. So when we get together this weekend, one of the things that we would like to do is we would like to honor Magdalena for the work of evangelizing under very difficult circumstances. We are also going to honor two other women, and the one is woman's name. The other, other women's, the one woman is Ilza Nudia. She was a white woman who grew up in Genadendal in a multiracial church because her father was a missionary there. And she later got married to Bayesh Nudia who was a South African, and this was under the time of apartheid. And her influence on his life led that Bayesh Nadir, who was part of the Dutch Reform Church, stood up against his own people and was ostracized and really endured a lot of suffering because he stood for justice. So we will also honor ill and we will also honor Stompy's women who was a Kosa woman who worked uh, about a hundred years later also to work in the house of this mission of one of the missionaries at Genadendal. And her influence was very great in getting the missionaries to go where she came from in the Eastern Cape.
to evangelize the people living in the Eastern Cape. What we will this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday was not something that happened overnight. We feel it is different streams in South Africa that have been praying for many centuries, actually. And one of these little streams was women starting to pray in 1999 in a, to a town called Mkondo, where I come from, where we started praying weekly the prayer that Jesus prayed, John 17. He prayed that the Lord would make us, his disciples, one. And we know that the church in South Africa and all over the world is still very fractured. But after 23 years, we are still praying that prayer of unity. And what has happened over the last 23 years in looking back, I can only come to the conclusion that we have been praying exactly what is on God's heart for the many miracles that he has done. There has been deep repentance for the sins of apartheid in our own town by the white clergy to the black clergy. The Lord took us to the province of our, where I live and where in the parliament of our province in Kumalanga in 2008, we repented for the sins of apartheid. In 2016, we repented in, the, in Soweto for the Soweto riots of 1976, 40 years previously, where black school children died when they protested during apartheid, the language of Afrikaans as the medium of education. And we also in 2017 repented in the government of South Africa, in the parliament, for the sins of apartheid and more specifically the Land Act of 1913, where overnight black people became landless citizens in their own country. So when we meet on Friday in Cape Town, we will meet as a small group of 60 pilgrims at Moravian Hill, which is situated in District 6, where during apartheid, thousands of people were displaced. They were forcefully removed from District 6 to go and live in other areas. Then we will move to the castle where George Schmidt actually met the Khoi people. And then we will also walk through the Tutu uh, Foundation exhibition to just see the life of Bishop Desmond Tutu and how he fought for justice in South Africa. Then we will go to the Grotekerk. The Grotekerk was the first official church in South Africa, the state church of the Dutch Reformed Church. And at two o'clock on Friday, all people are invited to a public meeting at the Grotekerk where we will start reflecting on the past and do deep repentance. The, uh, before this service, 10 of us will be going to the residence of the president of South Africa, because when Nelson Mandela came out of jail in 1994, one of the places he visited was Genadendal, and he then renamed his official residence from Westbrook to Genadendal. So it is very significant, and we will also go and pray there. Then we, uh, the 60 pilgrims will sleep together at Anarmony, close to Franschhoek, where we will reflect some more. 
before going to Genadendal uh, on Saturday the 24th of September, which is in South Africa Heritage Day. There we will have a service at 10.30 and everyone is invited to come where we will again do deep reflection and repentance and where the Dutch Reformed Church will specifically repent for the injustices against the Moravian Church in not acknowledging George Schmidt. And there we will also do the honoring of the three women. And then the, we will sleep over in Fulmut and Hermanus, the pilgrims. And the next day we invite the public to come to the most southern point of Africa, Cape Agulhas, where we will pray and repent towards the continent of Africa. And there we will do deep repentance and there will be deep repentance from the four European delegates that will be with us. And then there will also be a response from Africa. And then after that, there will be a message of hope and we will light a flame of the, we would like to light a flame to honor the legacy of the Moravians of prayer, because when they sent out missionaries across the world, it all started with prayer that lasted for 100 years, 24 hour prayer. And we would like to ask the Lord to again come and ignite that flame of prayer over our continent. And the very next day, the 54 days of prayer for the continent of Africa will start. We will pray alphabetically one day for every country on the continent of Africa, uh, starting with Algeria and ending with Zimbabwe on the 18th of November. And the aim of our prayer is for the healing of Africa, of the wounds of the past, Africa has been exploited, looked down upon, shunned by the world for centuries. Africa, the whole world has benefited from Africa throughout the ages, through the slaves that came to various nations, through the minerals and the wealth of Africa that went to the different nations. Africa was plundered. Many of the treasures of Africa have been stolen. And we would like to pray per country and look at, back at the history and reflect on the pain of the past of colonialism, slavery, racism, and exploitation. And we would like to ask the Lord to come and heal Africa. We would like to also, one of our theme scriptures for this prayer is John 17, that the Lord would truly make us the church in Africa one. And then our prayer is that Africa will give the gift, the, the two great gifts that Africa has to give to the world. And that is the gift of prayer and also the gift of forgiveness to the rest of the world. My life changed in 1999 when I heard the individual stories of black women in my town, when I started a prayer group, I heard the horrific shame and pain underwent during apartheid. And my hope is countries and the stories uh, and reflect on the pain that they will have compassion on Africa and understand why Africa is so broken. And 
bless Africa, to pray for Africa, to come to Africa, to do actions of vocational repentance and restitution, to be a part of the building up and the healing of Africa, for the church in the world to take hands with the church in Africa for the healing of Africa, because Africa faces severe poverty, severe hardships daily, but the friendliness of Africa remains and the willingness to forgive remains. May uh, the world see the healing of Africa. May they see how Africa become one, for the scripture says, if we truly love one another, the world will know that we are his disciples. If there are any questions, you are welcome to ask me and I will answer it. And then after that, Edward, you will lead us in prayer or do you want me to do it? Wow, thank you so much, Annika. Uh, yes, you will have a time of prayer response. If there are specific prayer points you'd like us to pray with you on, especially concerning the event starting this weekend and then the 54 days of prayer for the continent. But Edward, usually, sorry, usually I won't do it. Desmond Churchill, he was so anti-Semitic and we know there is a lot of anti-Semitism against Israel. There is a lot of it in Africa and in South Africa especially. There is so many laws and so many supporting completely the Palestinians and they say that I know it's not easy thing that's going on between us and the Palestinians, but still I think in Africa, the South Africa, there is a very big root of anti-Semitism and as the one thing that you're always stressing is about Israel and I don't want to say more than that because it's just, I would say that. Yes, thank you, Esther. Esther, I just want to say that I don't think it's a big route. I think it's unfortunately within the government, but there are many Christians. And Lord, I just say thank you that I'm part of this uh, African watch as well. You are oh, so yeah. for Israel, and we are I really praying. No, I just when honoring uh, Desmond, it just made something because he's known to be very finishing the Holocaust and had very bad uh, against uh, Israel Jews. So that's what probably what's triggered in the way that what I said now, but it's true. There is a groups of believers that are very, I didn't yeah. say everybody in South Africa, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Would I yeah. be able to share very briefly? Okay. I was getting this. Uh, sorry, it's about before, this. It's a, before you share, maybe let's first receive Annika's message in prayer. It was just about this anti-Semitism. It was just about that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yes, so we are going to continue the okay. the, the sharing and the, before we pray. So let me ask Joe to lead us in a prayer to receive this message. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Lord. I just thank you. I remember it was about a, nearly a year ago that we heard from Annika, and I was really inspired by what was going to happen and I didn't know that I would actually be on the journey of going to a meeting with all the people from the Moravian community there 
and I just say thank you for what is happening in the Western Cape this weekend. I'm up in Johannesburg at the moment. I've actually stayed here instead of going down to the Eastern Cape because Angus Buchan is, has called a huge prayer meeting also on this coming Saturday in Krugersdorp. So I'll be part of that. And um, Lord, I just say thank you that South Africa is arising and that's Lord, yes, in the past, there have been a lot of things which are wrong. And Lord, we have repented. And Lord, we want to rise up and change the situation. So Lord, we, I just say thank you. Thank you for this message this morning. I pray that we will take the past and we will correct it. And Lord, that we will be able to go together into a new South Africa. And I pray also, as they've said, John 17 is so important, that we pray for unity. The unity of the body is what Jesus wanted. And so, Lord, we just say thank, I just say thank you for this message this morning. And we accept it in Jesus' name as we go forward. Not looking to the past to blame, but to, to looking to the past to, to change. In Jesus' name, amen. And Edward, would you mind if I answer Esther? Yes, please, go ahead. And then uh, Esther, Esther, I hear your heart, and my heart goes out to you. I, from the beginning, uh, our focus was Africa and also South Africa. The first two days will be South Africa for what happened on the soil in South Africa towards one another. Yeah. And then the Sunday is towards the continent of Africa. And we decided that our focus will not go any further because then it be just becomes too big and too many things. That is why none else is included. And I understand what you are sharing and we are really feel with you. And I want to say to you personally, I'm so sorry for the pain caused by anyone in South Africa towards Israel. And know that there are also a big group of people in Israel standing with you. Oh, yes. And me too, just you know, praying for you. When the Supreme Court judge and, and when they were dedicating Africa back to idol, I was praying to it's not a point that just Desmond Tutu is just that is a very big thing for Israel and for Jews and he's honored everywhere but